Hello, all you slut enthusiasts, fellow sluts, and perverts. Welcome to the Slut Next Door podcast, and I am your slut next door, Miss Beatrix. I am a taboo phone sex operator, audio porn creator, and just an overall slut who wants to talk about being a slut, kinks, fetishes, and all the dirty things that hide inside of our heads. Today, I am talking with Sloan's Moans, a drop-dead gorgeous Latina amateur porn clip artist specializing in taboo and other niche fetishes. This mini-vids award-winning creator has made a splash in the scene and will capture your intrigue and your heart if she hasn't already. I promise you will fall in love with her just like I did. Thank you, a special, special thank you to my Patreon producers, Robert Aldrich, Nick, and Hale Murdercube. Your support is so much appreciated. And do you want to help me produce future episodes as well? Check out patreon.com slash the slut next door. Here's the episode. All right. I so cannot believe I am sitting down with the Sloan's Moans. Hi, Sloan. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> this is um, kind of like when I sat with Mommy Fiona, I was like, uh, fangirl moment. I'm going to try to be cool. <laughs> <laughs> Same. Likewise. Likewise. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So let's go ahead and jump in. So if you don't know Sloan's Moan, she is 32 years old an amateur Latina fetish model that specializes in creating art pieces related to taboo, femdom, and niche kink and fetishes that will allow you to come to your deepest desires and bring your fantasies to life. Ah, wonderful. I love that. (laughs) So let's start from the beginning the very, very beginning, how did you get started in this world of sex work and content creation and all of that? Yeah, um, that is a loaded question. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And, you know, to be honest, Sloan's Moans was born through a passion project and I kind of cringe saying that but ultimately it's the truth I was seeking a challenge I was seeking something that would um like reinvigorate my creativity something that would bring me back to my own body, something that would belong to me. Mm. Um, And at the time, I was very privileged in the sense that I was able to spend the majority of my energy and time to this project. Um, I. I had zero expectation for myself. 
Um, I had no intention in making money. Um, I had no intention in being successful, um, in jumping into a career. So this is so surreal. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I still pinch myself like, how did this happen? Like, this is <laughs> so crazy. Um, yeah. yeah. So when was like, uh, how long ago was that when you started your passion project? <laughs> yes. So it'll be, it was just over about a year and a half ago. Um, yeah. So it is pretty recent. And I remember sitting on my couch and I had this thought <laughs> that <laughs> popped into my head. And growing up, um, like the worst thing that I could possibly say, like me or my siblings, um, was that we were bored. Like if we ever told our mom that we were bored, that was like saying <laughs> fuck you to her face. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and and I remember sitting on my couch and I thought I am so freaking bored. <laughs> like and at that moment um I sorry my cat is like jumping everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> The listeners are going to have to deal with that because he is obsessed with me. (laughs) I think I saw a picture. It's like a kitten, right? Yes. Yes. He's um, like five months old at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Can't can't blame him for making noise. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, So, yeah, I, I had that thought. And in that very moment, I like search the web for like Sloan's moans, like as a domain, I got a Twitter, Instagram, like I applied for, you know, opening up an OnlyFans and it, it just, that's how it began. (laughs) That's incredible. I mean, really, because you're just like, I'm going to start this and I probably won't do anything with it, but then, um, here you are like one of the, um, I would say like prolific creators, like in the taboo world, especially. Um, so, I mean, what did you think was going to happen, Sloan? <laughs> <laughs> you know, my, um, my intention was, like I said, to um, use my body in a way that would serve me in a positive light. Mm. And that may sound backwards because the work that I do is made for the masses. Mm. Um, but it is my choice. Like I am in charge and, um, I, I knew that it was going to be a really powerful experience. Um, I just didn't know to what length I would I would take it. And honestly, Mm. in the beginning, I wasn't showing my face. Mm. I wasn't showing my tattoos. Um, I just was kind of like selling these risque photos on Snapchat and Twitter. Mm. (laughs) That's how I started. (laughs) Well, and I I love that you 
I love the reasoning behind why you did what you did and why, because it speaks to me personally. Mm -hmm. Um, And like with this podcast, I named it Slut Next Door because um, Mm -hmm. I feel like my whole 30s journey has been like really owning this side of myself and not being ashamed of it and being like, yes, this is who I am and this is what I like. And I hope you like it too. If you don't, that's okay. But, you know, um, yeah, it's super empowering, I think, as a woman. Yeah, it really is. And, you know, I've actually never disclosed my age um, (laughs) publicly. I have like these fake ages on every (laughs) one of my platforms. (laughs) And again, it was mainly just like a privacy thing. Um, But... I think it's really valuable to share that, yeah, I'm 32 years old and I feel like I have just started truly embracing the sexual being that I am. And, you know, my sexuality has always been a big part of my life. Like I started masturbating when I was very, very young. It's like some of my first earliest memories are me masturbating. And I didn't know what it was at the time. Um, But, you know, growing up in a very uh, traditional, rigid, religious, evangelical Christian home, Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I was confined to a bubble. And Mm -hmm it's taken me so many years to feel um, feel like my true self, honestly. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it's great. Like I don't, I don't have any regrets on how I got here. I'm just happy that I'm finally here and that I'm able to share myself um, with the world. We love that you're sharing yourself. <laughs> um, have Have you seen? I'm going to go a little bit like off tangent, just for a moment. Okay, there's uh-huh. a show on Hulu, and I don't know how I would say it out loud, but it's spelled P E N I five. So yes, have you seen that? I have. Oh my god, it's like I'm obsessed with that show. It's so hilarious. But you know that episode where um, the Asian character, she gets like super addicted and obsessed with Mm. masturbating for the first time? Like, yes. (laughs) And I was so happy that like someone made that episode because, you know, you hear stories about boys, but like never about girls. And like, I just love that they highlighted, yeah, she got addicted to masturbating, you know, as a young person. Yes. Yes. I, I like resonated with that scene, just that whole, the whole show in general, but like, that was me. That that was me for so that is still me you know <laughs> I love it yeah I'm so glad you've seen that show a lot of people have it and I'm like you need to watch it it is freaking amazing and you're the age so you'll know I love it's so nostalgic as well you know with the aim totally the aim messaging. totally <laughs> yes it's brilliant it is yeah. brilliant so well yeah. done <laughs> so 
<clears throat> you said you started with, um, you know, the Twitter and the Instagram, just sexy photos. Mm-hmm. So where did it go from there? What was your next step? Yeah. So, um, from there I started doing more research. Um, I was on Reddit, uh, on Twitter, and I was looking for ways to promote my OnlyFans page because even though I have always been a very highly sexual person, um, I am still very naive to the adult entertainment world and industry. So I didn't have a lot of experience um, with porn and content creating besides mainstream. Mm. Um, so I was looking on Reddit uh, and, you know, I had heard of OnlyFans. It really blew up. So I was like, okay, well, I guess this is the only option for me. Um And I was looking for ways to promote myself. And I found that people used uh, Kick, like a Kick messenger, uh, that there were these groups that I could join. And, um, you know, at that point, I guess, reach clients and have them subscribe to my OnlyFans page. Mm -hmm. So that's what I did. Um, I got on there and I joined a group, an OnlyFans promotion group that truly changed uh, my life. Um, I met, I call her like my many vids mama, my mentor, (laughs) um, and her name is Morgana. She is a content creator herself. Um, And I just want to give her like the biggest shout out because she really, um, took a chance on me. Like she took me under her wing and looked through my content. And she, she was like, you know what, have you ever heard of many vids? Um, because you have like such a great aesthetic. Um, and I think you would do really well on there. So I I joined, um, and this would have been let's see, February of 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, I was completely blown away by many vids in general, like as Mm -hmm. a platform. Mm -hmm. Um, I had never seen so much diversity, um, so much inclusion. I didn't even know that solo content creators existed. (laughs) (laughs) I had no idea. Um, And in that group specifically, I, I met um, a few different content creators and Morgana herself. So she at the time was specializing in Vore and Giantess porn. Um, And that was like a major mind fuck (laughs) (laughs) because how do you explain that to somebody? Um, it it was a lot to process. So (laughs) that was her main, um, her main gig. And, you know, there was another woman in the group who was, um, 
she worked, she was in the circus in the UK. She was a contortionist and had like, you know, like hairy underarms and like hairy legs, like just like the most beautiful bush ever (laughs) and crazy colored hair. And she was like making these videos and there were other women who, you know, were um, doing a lot of like, like stinky, smelly fetish content, mm-hmm. um, you know, like my smelly pussy or like my smelly mm-hmm. feet. And I was like, oh my God, like, <laughs> this is so hot. Like, I was just, I felt like I was in like the land of misfit toys and, (laughs) (laughs) and, you know, it really, it really spoke to me. It really spoke to me. And I remember Morgana telling me, she said, you know, OnlyFans is like Playboy. Um, and many vids is like Hustler. Mm -hmm. Um, it's like kinkier it's like Mm -hmm. it's grimier um there's like so many possibilities and you know I I didn't feel like I quite fit into like a traditional OnlyFans girl um I just I don't know I I knew that I had more to give and Mm -hmm. So starting on many vids, you know, like that really, that really changed Mm -hmm. like my entire trajectory, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. So when you first started on many vids, what kind of content were you pushing out? Yeah. So I was making um, these very vanilla masturbation videos. And because I was like, I don't know what else to make. Like, you know, here's me masturbating again. Um, (laughs) And I remember, you know, a couple of people in the group telling me, they were like, no, you need to like open your customs, like open your customs and the people will tell you what they want to see. Um, And so that's exactly what I did. I I started doing, um, uh, I still call it like vanilla role play, which is like dressed up as a schoolgirl, like hitting on the mm. professor. Um, I did uh, like GFE content. So just like uh, having like a very loving persona. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, one of the first customs that I created, and I didn't put it out for the public right away, but it was um, like a, like an asshole fetish video. And Mm -hmm. the camera was so close to my butthole. (laughs) Like, (laughs) and and like, he wanted me to say things like, you know, you love like how stinky it is, how smelly it is. Like you love this shithole. Like, (laughs) and, 
and he was really happy with it. He was super, yeah. like the client was super happy. And I was like, I just don't know if other people are going to like this. Like, <laughs> is this awkward? Like, should I post it? <laughs> and I remember them telling me, they were like, girl, you've got to post it. Like put that shit on public. So I did. <laughs> and let me tell you that, I think that really helped maybe the algorithm, you know, people started mm. purchasing that clip and, and it bumped up, you know, my name on the homepage and mm. I was getting a lot more custom requests. Mm -hmm. um, and it was really all over the place mm. in terms of the requests I was getting at that point. So basically it started with your asshole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it started at the end. <laughs> That's too funny. I love it. <laughs> so once you start, you know, going through those customs and I will say, like, I'm glad those ladies, they sound like, just like super uh, knowledgeable because mm -hmm. um, I believe that um, guys, perverts, have the best ideas, like ideas mm -hmm. you will never, ever think about doing um, that just turn out brilliant, um, you know, pieces of content. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah, they will guide you. So, um, you know, you're, you're getting used to it and everything. And so would you say um, you landed kind of in a niche eventually? Um, I think eventually... I did. Um, and it wasn't intentional on my part. Um, I think when people seek my clips, they are the majority of, of the time looking for taboo content. Um, most of my, you know, commissions are taboo related um, or fetish related in general, but it wasn't, and it's still... Um, isn't something that I define my work as. Um, and, and I think that's why I kind of label myself as a fetish model, um, because having a variety of content is really important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, being a dynamic performer is very important to me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. yeah <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> it makes sense to me because I, uh -huh. I, from the very beginning, I, I heard I need a, I need an outlet for my creativity. And I'm sure mm -hmm. like the, you know, kind of niche fetishes like give you that. Would you mm -hmm. agree with that? Definitely. Mm -hmm. Most definitely. Um, yeah. So the question was, did you arrive on a niche? <laughs> mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I, I, I still, I still feel like um, there's more to come. Honestly. I love that. Yeah. And so this is kind of a big deal, like you getting Minivids Rising Star of the Year award. Like that's a, that's a huge deal. So congratulations on that. 
Thank and you. Yeah. If you go <laughs> straight to Slinge Twitter, she has that um the video of her like accepting the award, if you will, um, pinned and it's just so adorable. Um <laughs> so you know, obviously you have like this award that proves that you really exploded into the, you know, the mini vid scene and the fetish scene mm-hmm. really, really hard. And um, why do you think that happened? Why do you think that happened so quickly? Like your kind of presence in the community? Yeah, um, I think it kind of, I think it relates to the conversation that we were just having, you know, when I started doing research on content creating, specifically sex work, you know, virtual sex work, I read a lot about, yeah, like finding a niche um, and, and really rolling with that, moving forward, carving out um, something special, something unique. Uh, and and bring that uh, to the table, I guess. Mm-hmm. And I did the complete opposite. Um, and I really feel like that is why I am able to reach such a wide audience. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I said yes to nearly every opportunity. Um, and I think it was important for me to be challenged. Like that ultimately is what I was looking for. I was looking to be uncomfortable. I was looking to push my own limits and my own boundaries. And I wouldn't have been able to do that if I stuck to what made me feel comfy and Mm -hmm. cozy. Um, And I also didn't want to lead with what I enjoy in the bedroom because Mm -hmm. let me tell you, I am very submissive Mm -hmm. (laughs) and the majority of my content, I would say like 97% has some sort of like femdom aspect to it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, um, yeah, I, I think it's because I, I didn't, uh, pigeonhole myself. And I knew that I didn't want to do that. I had done that in so many different aspects of my life leading up to this point, um, based on like my upbringing and certain activities that I was involved in, like as a child and as a teenager. And, um, I felt like there was no escape and Mm -hmm. it was important for me to, to go for it. And, and one of like my mottos is like, I will do anything twice. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) if it felt funny the first time, you know what, let me give it a second shot. And if it still feels funny, (laughs) then maybe it's not for me, but I'm not going to know until I give it a fair shot. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Um, And, and that's a really interesting uh, take uh, on kind of, like you said, you know, every, um, successful, um, creator out there will say, find your niche. And, Mm -hmm. you know, you're saying, well, I didn't do that. I did the other way. And I think that, I think that works for you because 
obviously you have this creative bone where you can kind of morph yourself into all those different kind of areas. And that's, yeah, yeah, that's, I think that's one of your, your um, super strengths, I would assume. Um, <laughs> it's just that creative bone. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely learning that about you. <laughs> now, what are some of your top selling clips as of right now? Um, as of right now, there are a few. So I know my top selling one on many vids and I think my other platforms as well, other clip sites is sister becomes mommy. Um, which I really, really loved creating that particular clip because there is, um, a pretty drastic change in character in terms of her demeanor. Mm -hmm. Um, and, that is something that really gets me off. Like I love maybe starting um, like upset or angry or hesitant and then morphing into this like sex crazed woman Mm. or like someone very nurturing and loving. Mm. Um, So that, that clip in particular really brings that to life. Um, And one of my first mommy videos is called let mommy drain you. Mm. And that one did super well. And, um, a daddy daughter one called confronting daddy. Mm. Those three are, are my top selling. And that one was really, really cool as well, because, um, I think it was one of the first clips that was very, heavy in terms of dialogue it was like a true slow burn story Mm. and I just ate that shit up let me tell you like I loved it I loved it and apparently like everybody else did too (laughs) yeah that's cool yeah um so when you go to create your content your clips um Walk us through like that day, like when you're going to go create a clip, like what do you do to prepare, Um, you know, things like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, It is very much a mental game for me. Uh, I, I need to be in a space. uh, I need to be in an environment that I have total control over uh, in order for me to devote myself to a character. Um, And what that looks like is is having my day planned out fairly rigidly. Um, I do my makeup a certain way. I do my hair a certain way. Um, As I'm getting ready, I'm kind of just like mulling over my character. I'm thinking about the POV. Um, I will talk to myself um, and 
just kind of like sit in that space for a long time. And sometimes I will sit on my bed and just like ruminate on that. Mm -hmm. And for Mm -hmm. some people, they're probably like, oh my God, like you got to get working. Like that seems like (laughs) a waste of time. Like shouldn't you be getting it going? And it really is such a big part of, of my process. Um, you know, I, if, if one little thing isn't right, like if I don't feel right, I'm unable to move forward Mm -hmm. with that particular project. And I'm actively looking for ways to like cope with that and move forward because it's just kind of in my personality. I am very much like an overthinker, a control freak, mm-hmm. <laughs> a, a perfectionist. And so mm-hmm. um, it's just like the vibes are very important to me and I can't yeah. pinpoint it, but like, it has to be good. Like I can't have interactions um, that, that might compromise that. And I also, something that I do when I prepare is I stay off of social media Mm. um I will like go on do not disturb on my phone and just fully get into character um Mm. and once I feel once I feel good about that then I'll move forward into like okay let me get my lighting situation let me get my cameras let me get the outfits um, but I really have to like tap into that character. And sometimes mm-hmm. it takes a couple days, um, for me to feel ready to mm-hmm. commit to that character on camera. Yeah. Yeah. I like that because, you know, I've, I've seen some like feedback from, from fans of yours that say, wow, you really like sell the scene or like, you know, play out. I'm, I'm ruining how they put it. It's <laughs> how I'm saying it right now, but I definitely got that you, you know, what you're saying right now, it's like a whole character. It's a whole like new person. You take that on. So that's really cool. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, um, each character is, its own. And I think um, like that could potentially be difficult for people to understand because for example, I play mommy all day, every day. Right. Mm -hmm. But each mommy is different. Like each, each character is unique to that particular scenario. And once that door is closed, like I don't go back to that character. It's mm-hmm. it's like impossible for me to work backwards in a sense. And sometimes like I'll have, you know, some really loyal fans and and they've commissioned, you know, many different clips from me and they'll say like, oh yeah, just like, you know, just like before in this video that you did, like, I want you to be like sweet and loving, you know, just like you did before. And I have to say, um, (laughs) I'm going to need you to like, actually tell me again, because, um, like 
what I'm going to be making in this clip is is going to be different. And and I, mm-hmm. I almost can't really remember how that character was. Like I I give it like every ounce of myself. And yeah. so it's not that I'm, you know, that I forget that I forget about what they like or, you know, anything like that. It's it's mainly just like my process and the way that I work. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Um, especially when you're doing kind of like the um more the taboo stuff, like you have mm-hmm. to take on a character where versus well, even I guess certain fetish clips like the giantess and mm-hmm. I mean that's a whole character vibe sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um <laughs> and femdom too. I mean, like if you're not naturally that way like you really have to put a lot of mental energy into being something that you're naturally not mm-hmm. um definitely yeah, so I like that you kind of marinate in it for a while that's a really good mm-hmm. tip I think too um for creating kind of art pieces that's cool mm-hmm. um okay so you film and then um do, are you doing your own editing? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so um, depending on the scene, um, I I wish that I had, like, the, like, mental capacity and energy to be able to edit right after I film. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes that also takes me a while. Um, and, you know, sometimes like the characters are really intense and I need to take a break. It's almost like my own version of aftercare where mm-hmm. I close that door and I need to regroup and feel like Sloan again before mm-hmm. I go into editing mode. Um, but it it's definitely... A, a a huge process um and it it can take from like a couple days to sometimes even like almost a week mm-hmm. depending on the project yeah do you when you go back to edit how do you feel when you're watching yourself i love it <laughs> um i i love it so much um you know, it, I almost feel like I'm not watching me and that really turns me on. Like that is super exciting to me. I just feel like it's somebody else that I'm watching. And so it's exciting. It's exciting. Mm -hmm. And I find myself like on the edge of my seat, like, what is she going to do next? Like, what is she going to say? Like, what else? Like, how is she going to shock me? Um, So it's very much like this, I don't know. It's like this like parallel universe type of like trippy situation (laughs) um, that I just like live and breathe for. Yeah. That's super cool. I mean, more evidence that you just really get into that person, that character. 
Um, yeah. That's really cool. Um, so besides mini vids, do you have your stuff like and at other places online? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm on a few other clip sites. Uh, I want clips and clips for sale, AP clips. Um, I have two OnlyFans pages. I created a newsletter um, called Sloan's Taboo Playhouse, which is dedicated to my extreme themed clips. Um, and I met so many, like, just like unbelievably wonderful pervs from Pervert Paradise, um, like Discord server and like the new site that we're on. Like I am able to connect with fans on there and, you know, sell my, sell my extreme clips, mm-hmm. um, through, through that newsletter and through, through those particular sites. Mm-hmm. Nice. I know. It's like, I wish I could like tell the world how sweet perverts can be. <laughs> like this, some of the sweetest like, characters ever. Um. Yes, they are the best. They are yeah. the best. And yes. like, I just, I love them so much. I love them yeah. so much. It's, it's just like, they like, they have a piece of me. Like I'm a huge perv as well. So I can relate, but I just, oh, they're the best, the yeah. best. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I think it's, um, <clears throat> you know, if they're like true hardcore taboo fans, um, it's hard to find good um, content creators. And I feel like when they find them, they treat you so well because they're so appreciative, you know, they're so needy for it. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. a really good point for sure. Mm -hmm. For sure. So the, the taboo content that you do create. So Mm -hmm. now that I know your history, um, I'm thinking you must've gotten commissions for that type of content there at the beginning. Correct. Correct. Mm -hmm. And that's what kind of pulled you into doing that. And then I'm assuming you post those publicly and then it just gets spread around. And they're like, wow, uh, Sloan's a good mom. Sloan's a good daughter. I want to see more of that. Is that how it kind of happened? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. That's that's pretty much how it happened. And I, I actually um, declined the first few requests for I think it was mommy specifically um that people had request um early on requested early on and I wish that I could find them (laughs) and (laughs) just like let them know what I was feeling at the time because again it was something that I didn't think that I would be good at it Mm -hmm. um and I just, I don't know. It it made me, it made me uncomfortable. And honestly, that is why I decided to give it a try. Um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to bite the bullet. Like this is, 
this is out of my comfort zone. Like this is super naughty. And I also feel like there was an element of the fact that I knew that I was going to enjoy it. Um, And I was nervous. I, you know, I was feeling guilty that maybe I would get massively turned on by these really taboo topics. And, you know, I had incestuous fantasies um, as a young child. And I don't think I was ready to move forward um, publicly because I held that very close. Mm -hmm. Um, it was something that I had in my own head and I'm like, no, like there's no, I can't possibly put this out for other people to see. Like, this is Mm -hmm. mine. Like Mm -hmm. I, this is my secret. Um, and so yeah, one day I I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to go for it. And, and yeah, as soon as I put out, you know, my first taboo clip, um the requests came in it did really really well um and my suspicions turned into a reality because i just i love it so much <laughs> mm. and what's your favorite um your personal favorite taboo role play to act out um for me to act out oh gosh um I really, really deeply love mommy, mommy child. Like I've done like mommy daughter, um, which is less common than, than mommy son, Mm -hmm. but I love being in that mommy role and I, I love being sensually dominant like yes. that is mm-hmm. so sexy to me and mm-hmm. so fulfilling um you know and but it's hard to say because i i do have this like youthful side to me that loves like a daddy daughter dynamic you know mm-hmm. i i feel like i always wanted to be that like type of like bubbly girl you know that like bubbly daughter Mm -hmm. or that bratty daughter that like got all the attention and so that that dynamic is like personal to me and I love being able to tap into it um with like any sort of like ddlg work um yeah Nice. Yeah. There, there really is something, um, the, the mommy son that is just so, um, like you said, the sensual seductiveness Mm -hmm. of it. And, um, it's, it's almost like empowering in a way for, Mm -hmm. that's how I feel at least. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I think that might be instinctual within us as women, um, mm-hmm. that's a whole nother thing, but you know, I just think right, that yeah. it's instinctual for us to feel like that, be that maternal role 
like and right, then right. throw it into a sexual setting it's like very interesting um so do you have any long-term goals for um you know your content creation as a creator like um do you even have those at this point um i I'm not sure how I exactly am going to get there. I mean, um, I'm always thinking of ways to like elevate my content, to create a more immersive experience, um, to elevate like my, my characters, like my actions. Um, But when I think of, I don't know, down the line for my future, I would love to be like a household name when it comes to taboo. Like I would love for people to, you know, think of me just like they would, you know, Kay Parker, just like, um, uh, like Tara, um, I just, I would love to be in that, in that grouping of like, Mm -hmm. oh, Sloan's moans. And my, my goal for just me and like my brand in general is to create like timeless pieces, Mm -hmm. like these like classic stories that will be able to like transcend time. Like it can be a hundred years from now and my work is still going to touch someone so deeply that they are going to want more. Mm. And, and, you know, even if just in terms of like age ranges of, of, of fans, like I want to be able to, to reach, um, people like from all walks of life from different ages and diversity like I just I want to be that timeless Mm -hmm. actress I guess Mm -hmm. yeah that's cool I think I think you're on the road there my dear (laughs) I really do (laughs) thank you yeah um so speaking of hey Parker um are there other creators in this scene or even mainstream porn stars that you admire or are inspired by? Yes. I love, um, I just, I love her so much. Uh, Mina Wolf, Mm. um, is just incredible to me. Like her, productions um her sensuality uh the fact that she also you know is able to morph into different characters just so seamlessly Mm -hmm. um is like she's a huge inspiration to me um and i also really really love and admire lena the plug um i Mm -hmm. I found her on YouTube and she kind of like, she did have, um, you know, 
like something about her really drew me towards her and her content. I love that, you know, she currently shares a lot about her life. I love that she is very successful in the industry, but also came from like very traditional upbringing. Um, Mm -hmm. I love that she is like a mother and shares that part of her life. Mm -hmm. Um, And so just like a real person. Know, just, yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. And you know, it's it's totally like goals. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're like me. I um I like to hold who I am, you know, in real life. I hold it so close and so private. Mm-hmm. It's still something I'm really I hold close. I don't know if I'll ever not be that way, but it's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's difficult. So yeah, if, if someone can do that, I'm so impressed. Um, mm-hmm. and I, I don't know, I guess it's fear. Um, I don't know what it is. I keep, that keeps us private like that, but, um, yeah, I wish I could yeah. be more open. I wish I could. Yeah, me too. Me too. And mm-hmm. even if, even if it stays just like this, like I, I'm just glad that there is that presence, you know, that people do do it. Other women do um, like have that reach, you know, that's Mm -hmm. inspiring. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, So if you were um, going to give anyone advice for wanting to get into you know, online sex work, creating clips, um, any of it, what would you tell them? Yeah. Um, I would say, uh, my advice would be to go all in. Um, I would, I would try it all, you know, like despite what, maybe most people would say i i would tell somebody to just give it a shot um step out of your comfort zone um you know try out different kinks and fetishes uh in your clips um and you know you'll be surprised what really ignites your flame and you're not going to know that until you, until you give it a shot. Um, and I would also say just in terms of like being in sex work in general, um, I would recommend to have the mindset, not if your friends and family find out, have the mindset when your fa- your friends and family will find out because mm-hmm. it is inevitable and if if you're you know moving through this space with that like hanging over your head um it's not going to be as fun uh and it's not going to be as fulfilling so i would just recommend to to really think about you know, what it means to be a sex worker, what it means to like have your pussy, have your asshole online forever. (laughs) Um, You know, yet like your parents or your siblings or your children, like think about 
what those conversations might look like and and then if you feel like you know what like I'm ready to take this on um go for it Mm -hmm. great advice I love that yeah um because that is a big one um I hear Mm -hmm. a lot oh my gosh my you know what if someone so so and so finds out and ah." um -hmm. (laughs) so yeah that is Mm -hmm. a big deal so that's great advice um Besides creating your clips, your amazing pieces of art, um, <laughs> do you offer any other services or spend time doing other services? Um, you know, at this time, I'm pretty much uh, dedicated, devoted to uh, like custom clips and commissions. Mm-hmm. Um I I really enjoy connecting with with my fans, um, with my clients. Like I I love having dialogue and interacting on on Discord, on Twitter, um, you know, many of his only fans. And I would love to be able to offer more services in the future, but it's just it's not possible at this time. Um, Mm -hmm. And, you know, at the same time, if, if you're curious about me or, you know, want to come say hi, do it, like send me a Mm -hmm. message because I, you know, make time for connection like that. I feel like that's so valuable to me. So Mm -hmm feel free to reach out and you know there are one-offs in terms of like sexting sessions um or like custom photos it just it just kind of really depends on my day but yeah right now right now customs are like my go-to yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and so time consuming (laughs) yeah Um, yeah yeah. Mm mm-hmm um, you mentioned earlier you have two OnlyFans. What's the difference between those two? Yeah, so um, one of them is um, my Sloan's Taboo Playhouse free OnlyFans page. And that is actually, I treat it more of like a clip site. Um, so, you know, the majority of my Taboo full-length clips are available for PPV purchase. Um, And I actually did that because I was suspended from many vids for uh, many days, which was super scary, by the way. Um, And so I was kind of scrambling, like thinking of just how am I going to be innovative in this moment and, you know, be able to reach my audience uh, in a new way. And so that led me to create a free OnlyFans page. And I also will send out like PPB messages um, that are pretty much strictly taboo related. So I'll have audios for sale, um, you know, ranging from like daddy daughter, um, I did one that I really liked. It was like a daughter leaving her dad a voicemail. Um, 
and as she's <laughs> like leaving the mo- the voicemail she like starts masturbating and it's like super fucking hot um <laughs> but i'll um you know pose as like your sister and like make a little video of like your sister coming back from the gym and like teasing teasing you with like her sweaty gym clothes and so little things like that little tidbits that i will send out um over on that free uh, free OnlyFans page, and then my paid page um, is is kind. It it really is just kind of me hanging out. Like it's pretty vanilla, um, sexy photos, like some like masturbation clips, um, but it definitely is more casual um, and like not very not very taboo related. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know, I, I really struggle. I really struggle with that page because it's hard for me to get off. Um, if I'm not doing something super fucking filthy. <laughs> and so um, that page is really just like hanging on for dear life. Yeah. <laughs> like, like if, if people just want like if they see me and they're like oh she's cute you know okay maybe subscribe to my only fans because like i'm on there and like showing off my body but if you are looking for me specifically and want the dirty like real raw version of me um you probably won't get that there (laughs) (laughs) yeah is this the same person i don't know (laughs) right (laughs) right yeah well Um, you have like incredible pictures i mean girl some of these pictures on your instagram i'm like jesus you are hot 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 oh thank you (laughs) thank you so much it's got to be interesting in some way I mean come on yeah (laughs) yeah and I mean like this is still like all so new to me so Mm -hmm. I feel like maybe down the line I would love to have like my own website like that's something that I'm working really hard towards you know it's it's kind of just we're all learning together. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So let's talk about the, that more taboo side of things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so when you're doing, do you, first of all, first question, you mentioned you did, you know, mommy son role plays and daddy daughter role plays, which are essentially, age play right um Mm -hmm. so do you do like even heavier kind of age play where you know it's very taboo like are those some of your clips that you have there in the sloan's uh forgot what you called it taboo playhouse Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah yeah um so my like age play clips will range from um you know, a lot of them are DDLG, um, you know, like daddy daughter influenced. Uh, I do have, I would say that the majority are 
like daddy daughter. Um, I started doing a few more uh, mommy son AP clips, uh, but I actually, you know, do a lot of like mommy accomplice AP clips. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I really, really enjoy that dynamic. I mm-hmm. I love um, like encouraging mm-hmm. uh, like the father figure to be with, you know, like the AP POV, like that is super hot to me. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that's my bread and butter too. Yes. Yes. God, it is like so sexy to me. Um, And so I love those commissions and um, I like surprisingly have quite a few uh, AP like themed clips that are, you know, where my character is like uh, a girlfriend or a wife and I'm sort of like confessing to my partner uh, about my own like you know explicit desires like my own gravitation mm-hmm. to um you know whoever the AP role is and I really enjoy that as well mm-hmm. yeah um do you would you say that this type of content the age play the incest the taboo you know, stickiness. I don't know why I'm saying stickiness. <laughs> um, uh, is it a safe outlet for others? Yeah, definitely. I I think it's incredibly important. Um, and, you know, it should be, I feel like it should, it shouldn't be taboo. Um, it should be I guess more understood. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't necessarily feel like like I'm the right person to make people understand or or to educate people on that, but mm-hmm. I you know, in creating these pieces and connecting with people like this is this is so important. Like this outlet is, is so valuable. And, um, you know, I, it's just, it's very near and dear to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same, same. And it's, it's sad because there's, it's just getting harder and harder for, Mm -hmm. you know, guys and women that enjoy this type of content to, to find it even. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, so um, I share the same kind of, there's a passion, but I'm like you too. I'm like, I am not going to fight that fight because, right, <laughs> you know. <laughs> just, no. Yeah, I just, right. I'm like not equipped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For yeah. that. Um, but I will like, you know, suck you off as your mother. Like I can do that. So <laughs> right, right. <laughs> that's what I've got. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I mean, you know, I guess we are fighting the fight. Um, just quietly, yeah. And I'm happy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so a lot of your um content is, you know, has the incest 
theme in it. Does this type of incest fantasy role play turn you on, Sloan? Um, yes. <laughs> it very, very much does. Um, and, you know, it's interesting because I don't enjoy role playing or acting out um, like incest or like faux-cest with a partner. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it kind of like, I don't know what it is. It just like, it's not believable enough. Mm-hmm. Um, it isn't like, I, I, I'm so in my head about it, um, mm-hmm. that I don't enjoy like having those, like scenarios play out in real life Mm -hmm. but I do um very much like think about incest a lot um I you know use my imagination and I have from like a very very young age like one of my first fantasies um that I had I remember, gosh, I was maybe like nine or 10 and I became obsessed with the thought of being fucked and passed around as a young girl that age, like being passed around by every single male relative that I know. And... (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> like even now saying it, I'm like salivating. Um, <laughs> and I, like, I, I try to like pinpoint it and dissect it. Mm-hmm. And it really, when I have those fantasies, I'm not necessarily like seeing faces. I'm so much more focused on like, what my body is feeling and how I would feel knowing that I'm having sex with somebody who literally should not be doing what they're doing to me. Mm-hmm. Like it really is that like power dynamic. Like they are weak when it comes to me, even though I'm just a little girl, like mm-hmm. I have so much power over them. And I think my own incest fantasies are you know they relate to that that power mm-hmm. dynamic and mm-hmm. and it's just like so hot to me um mm-hmm. and i can't get that like i can't get that with a partner yeah. <laughs> i can yeah. i can get that watching other creators mm-hmm. but i just it's like so it's too personal like i yeah i need to it's my own <laughs> yeah. No, I, I feel you because I have a very, very soft spot for daddy, daughter, little girl role play. Mm-hmm. Um, now, but I will not role play it like with a partner. I, I never mm-hmm. have, but I just, I like talking about it, um, uh-huh. like content yes. that's related around it. I don't want to do it, you know. It, it wouldn't do anything for me 
just right. like you're saying. Yeah. Um, so I totally feel you on that. And another thing that I feel you on is um, <laughs> that is such a great point. And that I think that's what turns me on a lot is just thinking about how much power that younger role would have on the older. It's just like, and then, and then the internal struggle. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, it's just, whew. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) It's so hot. Like I, I think about that a lot and I think Mm -hmm. of, and on the flip side, I think of like mommy's son where I'm in this, I'm in, I'm on the other side and I am completely powerless to this like young boy. And and like I love that struggle as well I love like thinking about like oh my gosh like I have to rein it in but like I can't Mm -hmm. and like using my power yeah to um just like completely bulldoze him (laughs) you know (laughs) like make him mine in this like (laughs) sensual and loving way like it's yeah it's so it's just like it's so naughty. I love it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So, you know, if, if you have a pervert, you know, a taboo loving pervert, um, if you had to point them in one single piece of content <laughs> you've made, what oh would gosh. you suggest? <laughs> oh my gosh. And they've never, so seen hard. they've never seen it. They've never seen it. Okay. Um, man um okay i <laughs> i would have to recommend it's it's one of my newest pieces and it's called family tradition and um in that particular clip i play uh like a mommy accomplice and i encourage my you know, like fantasy son and daughter to have a sexual relationship. Mm. Um, while I also have a relationship, a sexual relationship with my son. And um, it's really cool because I, I got to play two characters. And um, so I play the mom and then I also play the daughter. And the daughter mm. is like... Yeah, she's she's like got like telling her brother like you know what, I just I don't know what like I don't know why mom's making us do this, but like I love you, you know you're my brother, and I guess we have no choice, you know, but to be together, and and maybe we should just make this work. But towards the end, which I'm like totally giving it away, but fuck it, mm-hmm. it's so hot because. Mm-hmm. at the end she um like it's like years down the line and she's talking to her brother and and she's like I want our kids to fuck like and she's almost like pushing the same idea that her mom pushed them uh, um uh, yeah yeah and it was just like such a cool story uh-huh. and again like very dialogue heavy very like slow burn and different 
different demeanors, like reluctance and shyness, but then like dominance and almost um, like a little bit of humiliation. Like it, it just, it did a lot for me personally. Like it was so hot. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was just, it's super fun. So mm-hmm. I would definitely awesome. recommend to check that out. <laughs> yeah, that does sound like a straight banger in terms of mm-hmm. incest fetish. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, this is something I'm personally passionate about kind of talking about, um, you know, and just getting people's different perspective on it. Um, there are a lot of men and women that are ashamed to admit they're turned on by taboo topics and something that kind of just like haunts them in a way. What would you say to these people that, you know, just feel super ashamed? They have that post nut clarity. If they're watching, let's say family traditions and they're like, Oh my God, what did I just come to? Like, um, (laughs) what's your advice or something you would say to them? Um, I would say that you need to keep doing it. You need to keep, keep watching it. Keep like immersing yourself in the content. Live there, be there, be in that space until like you can't anymore. Like exhaust yourself Because once you do that, you're going to be like, wait, this is just a fantasy. Like, why is this such a big deal? Like, uh, like people are dying in the world. Like there's war, like, like Mm. it's such a crazy fucking world that we live in. And I think sometimes like we get caught up myself included in, in like, oh, you know, like shame and guilt and, I lean into it like whatever makes me feel kind of uncomfortable and 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 like shameful and guilty like okay I I would suggest not to be afraid of that Mm -hmm. because it's okay like we all have been there at one point in time and lean into it because I guarantee you, you're going to have that moment of realization where you're like, okay, you know what? Fuck it. I, I want to fuck my, I want to fuck this 13 year old daughter. Like I, I like it. I want it. Like I'm going to watch this clip and I'm going to get off to it. And that's going to be the end, you know? Um, and, and yeah, I think, I think, um like there's a lot of um pushing of like stay away from those feelings mm-hmm. distract yourself from those feelings but the only way like to get over them is through them yeah. and and like we're all here we're here to like walk with you in that journey like I'm definitely there and I know so many other creators um are as well yes yes you know and that's you that was perfect you know because um it's 
you know, you could boil it down to, you said you grew up in a, in a evangelical household. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I always want to go there when we feel shame. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I must be feeling this way because, you know, it's bad, you know, it's so mm-hmm. whatever. Um, won't get into the religion talk, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like an acceptance. Yeah. And and I like mm-hmm. that, what you said. And like, if you have those feelings, you know, like say about your daughter or some other girl, Sloan's moans will be that girl for you. Mm-hmm. And then you're by yourself alone, you know, mm-hmm. pumping that feeling out. <laughs> and totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so great. I love that. Um, so switching gears a lot, um, <laughs> I'm so super intrigued to hear you talk about vor fetish videos. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> so tell um, us about, you know, uh, Sloan and that fetish. Yeah. You know, um, I, it took me, it took me several months to, feel uh, like confident that I would be able to deliver in that particular role. And I guess like the majority of my VOR content would be considered like macrophilia, which is um, like being with like a giant person um Mm -hmm. and that's the pov is like this like very small tiny uh little man or woman um and in that particular role i often take on um like a dominant persona Mm -hmm. um and one of my favorite aspects of like being a giantess and eating my prey (laughs) (laughs) is that like it isn't necessarily like overtly sexual um Mm -hmm. it's almost it's almost cruel and um kind of mean and bratty and it gets me off that people get off to that Mm -hmm. (laughs) um um, it's like fascinating to me and you know in terms of like the content itself um I I personally very much enjoy the idea of being able to say like I'm gonna get rid of you and Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm gonna swallow you whole and (laughs) digest you like my own body is Mm -hmm. going to get rid of you you tiny little piece of man Mm -hmm. and like I'm gonna shit you out later and that's gonna be the end of you like (laughs) there's something so fulfilling about that um yeah yeah and like on top of the fact that it's like bizarre um Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I I just find it so cool and 
um, like the fetish itself, like the community, um, like the size community, like hashtag like size Twitter, mm-hmm. um, like there is like so much content available. Um, you just have to look in the right places. And um, like that also excites me like almost like I have this like secret portal of (laughs) porn that people don't know even exists Um, yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) I have I have to tell you the first time that I kind of like my experience with a person that was into this kind of fetish it was when I had first started doing like online sex work and it was like a I was sexing with this guy and I think we were doing, um, yeah, we were doing mommy son kind of sexing. Uh And um, he (laughs) at one point asked me, he's like, can you just like open your mouth really wide and take a picture? And so I think I included my whole face and he's like, no, 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 closer to your (laughs) mouth. And so I was like, okay. Like I hadn't. (laughs) And so I did it and he was like, oh, mommy's teeth are so sharp. Like he was like really getting into it. And I then got into it because like I, when you said I get off knowing they're getting off, like that turned me on that my sharp teeth was turned on. Yes. Yeah. And so when I learned about the fetish down the road, I thought about that guy because it was so memorable for me. Because mm-hmm. in the moment I was like, what is he talking about? Like my teeth? Like, I don't know. Um, and then I realized, oh, that's what he was into. He was into, um, what do you call it? Macrophilia? Yeah. Micro. I believe it's macro. I could be wrong. I think yeah. it's macro. Um, but yeah, it's it's very much like something that is actually present. Like these like vor themes are present in like um like the Bible with like Jonah and the whale and um mm. a lot of children's media. Um, has these like little red riding hood, you know, where the wolf eats the grandmother, you know, and it's like, what sharp teeth you had that reminded me of that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I think, um, and like based on conversations that I've had with, you know, folks that reach out to me for giantess content, I love like picking their brains and, mm-hmm. and like, you know, where did this stem from? And, and a lot of like, so many fans have said like cartoons um you know just Mm -hmm. like a huge mouth like a cartoon mouth getting big and like swallowing somebody whole and it's that image that you know like maybe it made your dick twitch once and now (laughs) like that's what you need um yeah so that was like learning that I I actually am like so much more um aware of like when I am like looking through I don't like cartoons like movies any Mm -hmm. sort of like kids media I'm like okay like that's (laughs) low-key vor yes (laughs) you know (laughs) I love it (laughs) yeah it's very it's fascinating really um Mm -hmm. I've noticed that you do 
and I probably noticed because I love it's one of my favorite fetishes, cuckold. I yes. love, 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 love. So I've noticed you do a lot of those type videos. Um, yeah, do you personally enjoy that role. I very much do. Um, I I think um, I think what makes it so special is in in these like like cucking videos that I've done, like I am, you know, like confessing to the POV. Um, and typically it's like somebody that like, I really like love and care about like a husband or a boyfriend. And I just, I think it's so hot to have that element um, and then to bring in this, like, again, like, dominating, like, sex slash cock loving woman who mm-hmm. is gonna do what the fuck she wants. And like, mm-hmm. there's nothing that he's gonna do about it. There's nothing that he can do about it. Mm-hmm. And he's gonna have to like it. He's going to have to enjoy it. Like, I just think that's like so hot. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it is. It, it turns me on personally. I mean, mm-hmm. 100%. Um, and you must play a good cuckoldress because like I said, I always see it because um, uh, I follow you on Twitter. So I'll see your yeah. trailers and I'm like, look at her. Just so many cuckold videos. I love it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I actually got, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> um, I I had one that was really cool for me, and I was cucking um, my, and this was oh, it was a it was a private custom that I did, like an exclusive to the client, but um, it was a familial. There was like incestuous ties, and so. I was cucking my husband with my son and that like just like took me it was out of body <laughs> like yeah. I'm like I need to do this more often <laughs> it's funny you bring that's what I was going to say actually is the incest oh. and cuckold connection is so hot yeah I've done mm-hmm. I've done um sister and brother before oh it was it was like and it was very and it was very dark because it was like the brother um he you know did some bad things to her when they were kids Mm. and she didn't like it and so she became a teenager and um he was into small penis humiliation as well so um she would bring over all these boys and make him watch and, you know, um, humiliate him. And, um, it was just, it was such a fascinating, hot dynamic. Um, I love that. I love that so much. Like that's Mm -hmm. genius. Like Mm -hmm. that needs to be on my list for like future, (laughs) future content, like something related to that. Sister gets revenge. Yeah. Yes. That's so hot. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And there was that force because another, I feel like my list of things that turned me on is so long. So (laughs) I need to stop saying it's (laughs) one of my favorites because like everything turns me on. But, um, Forced by, 
Oh my God. It turns oh, out so much. I've, I've never like even dived into that. Oh, but so I'm going to have to. Yeah. Mm. So like in that scene or that kind of role play we did, mm-hmm. um, she would force him, her brother, to suck their cocks after <gasps> they were inside of her. And so, you know, it'd be like, this is the only time you're getting my pussy right now, you know, tasting another man's dick. (laughs) I love that. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. So (laughs) sexy. Like, okay. I'm actively writing that down. (laughs) So hot. Now, do you have any um, other kind of those niche fetishes that you just like super enjoy doing oh my gosh um I I don't think I would be able to pinpoint it down to one but I will say that I love niche fetishes like Mm. just yesterday I did my first nose picking fetish video I saw that on your Twitter. Yes. That is fascinating. (laughs) Yes. Which was like, again, so I love that. Like I'm still like being challenged and like, I Mm. really had to like think out of the box. Like, how am I going to like position myself in this way and like be sexy while doing something that is traditionally speaking unsexy yeah (laughs) um and it was so fun and you know like I I I love that I was given that opportunity um I've done like like breast expansion um which and that that was really cool looking (laughs) it was like like so uh, one of those videos where I'm like okay I, I got this as a as a custom like I'm going to put it publicly it probably won't do well because it is kind of outrageous but it ended <laughs> it ended up doing so well like people loved it and mm. um that was super fun um uh these like uh possession fetishes um where I become possessed and Mm. like possessed by a spirit um and I like act out because of that possession or like the transfer fetish I think that's so cool Mm -hmm. um gosh like I'm trying to think of um I I actually really, really enjoy like Futa content. Mm, yeah. Yes. Um, it's super mm, hot to play that masculine kind of energy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I really enjoy like wearing a strap on mm-hmm. and like, just um I'll wear it and I'll put like the dildo I'll strap it on and I'm like yeah like jerking it off like fuck yeah <laughs> like yeah. like who's the man now like yeah. I love it <laughs> it's powerful like first time yeah. I put on a strap on I'm like oh my god like I, I immediately felt powerful like 
I can do anything right? with this dick. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm gonna fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I just, I think that's, like, so cool and so fun. Um, early on, I was doing a lot of, like, shower, um, like, hair washing, hair fetish clips. Mm. Um which like were like super fun for me um and again like not like very common but uh, what else I'm just like excited there's like so much that I haven't even touched on that I know is out there and and I'm just waiting <laughs> in yeah. anticipation for those requests like hit They'll me with find something. you yes yeah. yes come <laughs> find me like let's do it let's do it <laughs> I love it so I'm actually I'm actually gonna pause for a second so I love to ask this question especially after I talk to you um, content creators, because we're just talking about things that turn us on the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you very directly, what turns Sloan on? Oh, gosh. <laughs> um, <laughs> like you mentioned before, it would probably be easier for me to list what doesn't turn me on. <laughs> right. Um, but, you know, I... Um, I love the, I mentioned it earlier, but just like the switch in, okay, wait, are we talking about like, in terms of my content creating or just personally? Personally. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, personally, I have a like big time hand fetish um I love like men's hands um yes (laughs) I (laughs) um I can and I've done this like so many times like I can sit and just like almost hands-free orgasm almost hands-free orgasm thinking about like men running their hands all over me Mm, um like I just there's something so so sexy um and the fact that like they can be used to pleasure me um Mm -hmm. I I just I think that's so hot. I love having like hands in my mouth, um, uh, like scratching my back. Um, you know, I just like, that's probably one of the first things I notice when I meet somebody, when I meet like a man for the first time and I have to actively tell myself like don't get turned on like be normal (laughs) be normal don't look at his hands for too long (laughs) um but I just like I'm super super attracted um to yeah to like to hands (laughs) I know I I totally feel I almost have a similar thing I like Mm-hmm. I notice men's hands, um, mm-hmm. big, big 
hands yes hair on them and mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> with like calluses, yes, and just yes. like oh my gosh, like like even if they're dry, um, I don't know. I just it's so sexy yeah. to me. <laughs> I'm right there with you, like, and it's so funny because you made me think about this. Um, I don't think I've ever told this story because I kind of like forgot about it. Um, uh-huh. when I was like. I don't know. I don't know if it was when I was a teenager, maybe like in my twenties, you know, like when you're so young, you just, you don't know what you like. Uh, but I would mm-hmm. like, it was like a consistent masturbation, like spank bank material in my head. I would masturbate almost all the time to just laying there doing what I was doing, like touching myself uh-huh. and just hands all over me. Just, yes. just touching. Yeah. So when you said that, I was like, oh my God, yes. Like I, I, that is a consistent masturbation, like image in my head. Just. Ugh. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that. I love that. Like recovered memory. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, so many things, so many things like excite me. Um, but mm. that's something that I don't think I was like trying to think of like, okay, what don't a lot of people know about me? And I'm like, yeah. oh, it's it's the hands, like, oh I my gosh, that. so sexy. You're gonna get so many pictures of hands now. <laughs> Honestly, send me pictures of your hands. Like it will be it's the equivalent if like if if women actually liked dick pics, which like I mean, I don't mind them, who cares? But if you wanna like turn me on send me a picture of your hands (laughs) yeah yeah well that okay speaking of dick pics like I enjoy the ones where their hands are around Mm -hmm. it yeah that's what I'm looking at is what your hand looks like holding your dick (laughs) yes yes like I feel like those are so sexy and when I have done like dick ratings here and there if they have a picture with like their hand in frame I get so distracted during that video and I'm like (laughs) zooming in on their hands and I'm like I'm sorry I just have a hand thing (laughs) I gotta look at your hands (laughs) I love it love it now we are to our listener question portion we have some really good great questions um the first question comes from um a man that said, I have a niche question as a smoking fetishist. Did I say that right? Mm. Fetishist. Um, your smoking vid suggests that you might enjoy the cigarette fetish. Do you? And what about it do you find sexy? Ooh. Um, so I... I love seeing um, a man smoke. Uh, I think it's just like that classic. There's just something so classic. It's like vintage almost. Like, mm, yeah. Like seeing a man smoking. And I think it also has to do with like the way that they're holding the cigarette and the hand thing. Like, <laughs> It is so big for me. Um, so I'm I'm very much attracted to that. Um, and like in terms of 
in terms of like myself and like when I create uh, like smoking fetish content, um, I, I don't smoke often. And so it's almost um, like an opportunity for me to indulge mm-hmm. yeah. um, in something that like I normally wouldn't do, like not on a regular basis or even like it's something that I rarely do. And so it feels like a novelty to me. And like, I think mm-hmm. that's sexy. Um mm-hmm. I find that like attractive. I'm like, oh my gosh, like I get to smoke today and I get to like <laughs> masturbate like as I'm smoking. Like, oh my gosh, like I get to suck this guy off like as I'm blowing smoke in his face. Like, um, yeah, I, I just like, I find that really cool. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I love it. Um, so what's a next question, by the way, um, mm-hmm. what's a fantasy or fetish you didn't know you had until you started getting requests for it as a content creator? Um, hmm. I, I think, um, something that like I never explored on my own was being in a dominant role Mm. Uh, and I never expected to lean into that and to enjoy it as much as I do like a lot of my work is like reminiscent of that like through taboo and like cuckolding and you know, Futa and Giantess, um, you know, there's, there's this like dominant undertone to those characters that Mm. makes me really horny. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and you know, I, I didn't realize that I had that in me. So Mm. for me to discover that is, is something really, really special. Um, And, um, you know, this is off topic, but it reminded me of something. (laughs) Um, So a part of my process, like going back to literally, like, I don't know, the second question you asked me, um, is that I will not um, masturbate until I finish a project, like until I finish Mm. filming. And I almost like am working through the, the scene and I'm like actively edging myself because Mm. like I get so horny, like reading the script and being in the character. And I am always like, I have to rub one out. Like I have to do it. (laughs) And I will tell myself like, no, Mm, no, like you're going to be throbbing this entire time. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and after your reward is like, you can bust a nut. So (laughs) (laughs) when I, when I'm answering this question of like, what excites me is like, I have, I, I had never felt so turned on by being 
dominant. Um, Mm. And like, it's just super, super exciting for me. Um, I love it so much. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um, I love the, the times where, at least for me, it turns me on when I feel empowered. Um, mm-hmm. have that female like like power and dominant it's just like super arousing uh the tap yeah I also totally. think no one's ever came to me as a like audio creator and been like how you know ask for tips so if I would give one related to what you just said mm-hmm. I you know between doing phone sex and like creating um the audios, I am turned on all day long, like literally mm-hmm. all day long. I'm just like pretty much leaking. And I think uh-huh. that works for you um, because, you know, it, it comes out in your voice. I think it, mm-hmm. you know, puts you in a role, like you're saying, it's just like, um, it's a, it's a pro. <laughs> for yeah. If you want to create really good stuff is to hold on to that arousal because, just magical things will happen. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. I think, I think that's like great advice and, and definitely would apply that to, yeah, pretty much like any sort of like content creating for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stay horny mm-hmm. <laughs> is, our, is our advice. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, next question. Uh, what's one thing you wish we all knew about you, but we don't know already. Um, oh gosh. Um, I, I'm not sure what to say, but, um, (laughs) I'm very stubborn in these like nonsensical ways (laughs) so like one of those ways is I just blatantly refuse to watch certain movies um like I will not watch Karate Kid I will not watch The Godfather I will not watch Braveheart I will not watch Gone with the Wind. Like, they're just too, I just, they're too much of a classic. And I've gone this far without watching them. I just refuse to watch them. Like, (laughs) you will not make me watch them. Like, sorry. (laughs) I'm not going to do it. I'm going to be stubborn and, like, really annoying about it. And it just, I don't know. (laughs) It's I think so- it, it like it, it like people get a rise out of it. They're like, "What? Yeah. No, 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 no! What do you mean? No, you gotta watch it." And I'm like, Mm-mm. "Like, yes, I love yes. pissing you off." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so funny that you say this because I don't watch certain things just because the masses are doing it. Like, I just wouldn't yes. be different, and that's really kind of bratty in a way. It totally is. I love it. (laughs) This will gain me a lot of like enemies, but I'm like that with Star Wars. Like, no, too many people like it. (laughs) Too many people Uh, like it. So I'm not doing it. (laughs) I love you so much. We're on the same team. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so, I'm so glad to hear that. I feel less alone being the bitch that I am. Yes. Um, next question, 
What do those sexy tattoos mean and how are they meaningful to you? That's a great Um, question. Yeah, that, that really is a good question. Um, I like some tattoos mean like hold a lot of meaning. Um, but others, I, I like an element of surprise. I love like, um, doing something that like nobody could imagine doing. So with my tattoos, like I will literally go to my artist and I'll say like, I want something (laughs) like, you know, my vibe. I, I want something to go in this place. Like do whatever you feel is like whatever you're in the mood for, honestly. (laughs) And, and I don't mind like having that on my body. Like I, I definitely give them like a rough draft of maybe what I would like, but a lot Mm -hmm. of times, like when I have given him like a solid idea, he's like, eh, no, we're going to do something else. (laughs) And I'm like, you know what? You're right. Like you got this. Um, And it just like, I, I think that they're meaningful because they're on my body, to be quite mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't put too much thought. I don't, um, you know, like not every piece has like a big, huge, significant meaning other than it's on Sloan. So yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. that's good enough. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. <laughs> Um, next question. What's genuinely the sweetest thing a fan has done for you or said to you? Um, let's see. Uh, I have like such sweet, amazing fans, like so many amazing pervs. Uh, um, but you know there there's one there's one uh fan <clears throat> and he started calling me <laughs> he started calling me baby bunny <laughs> <laughs> and i don't know where the fuck that came from <laughs> but when i tell you like when i tell you that i want to be called baby bunny at all times I am being serious like (laughs) I just think it was like the sweetest thing he was just like oh baby bunny how are you like Uh I miss you baby bunny and I'm like I am baby bunny like (laughs) (laughs) this is so cute like I I just think it's like the sweetest like like very unique and and just like thoughtful like nicknames I don't know it's it it was really cute (laughs) and then you can also be BB (laughs) yes oh my gosh like honestly watch that be my next tattoo baby bunny like you (laughs) (laughs) don't be surprised (laughs) yes that would be cute too um love it so what's the weirdest request you've ever gotten and 
we're not shaming just kind of like weird out of nowhere requests like the guy gave this example like lick skippy peanut butter off your own nipple sort of thing (laughs) um that's really hot first of all I would do that (laughs) um oh gosh um well, like I mentioned, I have had like many different types of requests uh, in terms of customs. Um, but something that like was very unique. Um, and I guess like, I don't know if it was weird necessarily. I mean, I guess you can tell me, but I, (laughs) (laughs) I was offering, um, like a GFE girlfriend experience, um, a few months back and I had a, like a, a fan reach out to me and he was interested in working with me, uh, for, uh, like a long period of time. And he, his request was that I basically become pregnant um, <laughs> during our girlfriend experience. So, like literally, like like literally. So, like he'd be like, "Okay, I'm your boyfriend," and you know, I'm going to impregnate you and I want you to act as if you're pregnant. Like, like be like, Hey, I'm feeling kind of funny. I'm feeling kind of nauseous. Um, you know, and then the next day I'm like, God, I'm like craving these foods. And then maybe the next day (laughs) he would say like, maybe you should take a test. And so he bought me, um, these like fake pregnancy tests (laughs) that like come up as as you're pregnant um and so yeah and like the the basically I would be going through each trimester in real time um uh which was like a like a very big commitment um and you know unfortunately I wasn't able to like see that through Um, Mm -hmm. because it was just like, so like so many weeks and so many months that I would have to like act out in this way. And, um, like he was so sweet and like gracious about it, but for a while there, you know, I was, I was, uh, like pregnant and, and like, you know, he would like send me my cravings, my food and, you know, (laughs) he requested for me to like go to like a maternity store with like a fake belly um, and like try on maternity clothes, like wearing the fake belly. Um, Yeah. And so that was um, like very uh, unique. (laughs) Yeah. It's like really sweet in a way though too. Like, you know, it's so pure. Like, I just want to experience like getting you pregnant. So I'm like, that's basically all I want to (laughs) do. Right. Right. It was like, 
like so sweet and like he was just like so loving and kind and like so in tune with like the female body and just like my needs like being like quote-unquote pregnant like it was like a very cool experience um but it definitely yeah yeah, it's it's not something that I thought like I would have gotten a request for especially in real time like you know um, yeah, I'm sure you think I could do a video, like I could do a clip, <laughs> you know? Right. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Kind of cool. It really cool. would. Yeah. Yeah. It really would. That's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> well, awesome. So, um, last thing, what if you know someone wants to go find you online? Where should they go, Sloan? Um, so I would definitely recommend to, uh, follow me on Twitter. Um, and you can find me, I mean, on many bids on, uh, only fans. Um, I mean, I have like most of my clips on like clips for sale and I want clips. Um, I just joined like the new pervert paradise website, which I'm super excited for. Um, so if you're looking for, uh, like Sloan uncensored, I would definitely, Mm -hmm. definitely go there, hit me up on there. Um, and I have Instagram. I mean, you could pretty much find find me anywhere (laughs) but yeah yeah (laughs) cool well we I will definitely get with you and put some links in this in the episode description so that they can easily click and find you if they don't already know where to find you but Sloan this was like so awesome I've so enjoyed this time has just like flown by for me I don't know if it has for you yes it totally has it totally has and (laughs) I just I have to say like I have been binging your podcast and I have never been like I've never sat in a space where I am learning so much and am so entertained but then like insanely turned on at the same time (laughs) (laughs) like it is the best and you were such a great interviewer like so like easy to talk to and your voice is like butter like I'm just obsessed so thank you for having me you are so sweet I don't even know what to say but thank you this was (laughs) I really really have enjoyed getting to know you on a deeper level and I'm sure everyone else will So, um, yeah, thank you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you for listening to episode 15 with Sloan's Moans. Are you enjoying the slut next door? I really hope you are. You should come join my Discord server where you can ask listener questions and get to know me and others. You can find the Discord server at discord.gg slash slut next door or you can follow me on twitter at slut underscore next underscore door and you can always find links to these places in the episode summary thank you for listening again and until next time bye bye